0: Uh, You guys are, again, listening to the Grind Season podcast with Anthony Saints and Jason Smith. Um, The Memphis Grizzlies are entering the all-star break, and two very important players that are representing this city, representing this town, representing this team are John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, They were recognized before the game against Utah as all-stars on this team. They had alternate jerseys on, I mean, uh, alternating jerseys on, on, um well not on but in their hands that really sucks too man then if it's every a year around like they need to end this whole uh the two vote getters vote thing it's a it's the year that both of my guys are in the all-star game you know what i mean so it's a very real chance that john and jaron could be playing on separate teams um both of us kind of threw out there that jaron might be the last pick in the draft simply because he's not you know a very known offensive player um I don't know. I hope I hope he's not. But if he is, you know, whatever. Um, I think that times like this kind of make you step back from all the noise, all the excitement, all the negativity, all the worry, and you say, this is just amazing shit, man. You have two guys, 23 years old, NBA All-Stars. Your Your guard is one of the best guards in the league. Your big is one of the best bigs in the league. He's an all-star, defensive player of the year caliber guy. It's an amazing moment, man. And I was listening to uh, Jeff Calkins today with Chris Harrington, and they were talking about how with the Grizzlies being, I hate using the word um, ahead of schedule, but with them being a good team and being this young, It's like you constantly, you're reaching for the next thing. You're constantly looking for what's next. Okay, we've got this now. We're a good team. So the natural progression has to be we're a great team this year or we're a championship team this amount of time. Sometimes it's okay just to enjoy where you are. You know what I mean? This is a team, like you said, third time in franchise history, 35 wins before the All-Star break. You know what I mean? With all the turmoil they've gone through, they're still second in the West. I think that times like this truly need to be celebrated, man. We just need to take take a step back and just soak this up. Before the all before the trades went down, we were the only team in the West that had two All Stars. That's major, man. You know what I mean? And they're both super young dudes. There's a long runway for this team because of those two young men. Uh, the same guys that we saw eating uh, chicken fingers at, in the summer league you know, yeah. about four years ago. And, and Ja had a little bitty little twisting, a little afro with a little bitty little twist. And you know what I'm saying? And Jaren had the, the low haircut, like a little boy with small shoulders. And now they're, you know, they're they're fledging grown men in the NBA. You know what I mean? Um Ja has a shoe deal. Jaren's made albums, you know, fashion deals, all these type of things. They're, they're thriving players in the NBA now, man. And it's an exciting thing to see uh to those two guys on that big stage in the all-star game. Uh it's and especially, you know, Jaws a starter. Jaren was voted in as a reserve. He wasn't like injury replacement or anything like that. He was a legit all-star. You know what I mean? So exciting times for sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, and Kennard was after Tyus. So he mm-hmm. tied yeah. on the 14-15 championship team. So that picture of him in a locker room must have been on a visit or whatever it was, or is visiting cuz Kanar came in after that and played with the guy you mentioned Grayson Allen, Right. Uh, as Drew Kinar pointed out right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were you were you were I think you were right, I was wrong on that, that they were together. Um Kinar came right after. Back back to the two uh mm. you're talking about John ja and Jaren. Yeah, I I think what the most exciting part is you're not even we're, you realize as good as they are, you're not even close to what yeah. the full product is going to be. When these mm-hmm. guys are 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 really grown grown men in this league. And I mean I mean that in the best way possible. They're they're men now, young men now, but I mean in terms of when you put those veteran years on them, you know, when they've been through the wars and you think about where they're gonna be at that point. And we're hopefully saying this two-man game that we've been hoping would materialize and come together between those seeing yeah, those
0: signs of it.
1: Where yes, it's seeing signs, mm-hmm. of, and, and that's better than nothing, better than what we've seen the last couple of years. And and it excites me and to think about where that could be in two, three years. Think about this. Like Jaron Jackson, last night, you touched on his stats. He was great offensively in that game. Hits four threes, five steals, four blocks. And as the Grizzlies' uh, PR department uh, points out, no player in NBA history has ever had five, five, and five. He's he's one, three and one block off five, five, and five yesterday. Just shows you how unique this guy is and how he's impacting the floor at an elite level now fairly consistently. I need to see it, though, saying from him in the big games, I need to see mm-hmm. him not 20 something minutes against Boston. And in particular, the next the next step is to do it against Draymond Green and those older vets that you respect so much. You know, uh, Draymond in particular has that that tendency to little brother him. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and listen, that that's the great part about this is eventually, you know, that's coming. It's just like when Scotty man, and uh, going, you know, uh, going against the the Pistons back in the day and. You know, Rodman would push him around and Scotty'd have the migraines. And eventually, man, eventually after going through all those wars, Scotty just became a man and he pushed back. And I think that's what we're seeing Jaron Jackson mm-hmm. sort of do on a night-to-night basis. Realize, man, I'm a freaking mismatch in this league. Nobody can stop me really at seven foot, 250 pounds. And uh you're seeing the the man come out. Uh, right. I can't wait till it's every night, but to your point there's no need to fast forward things or rush things. You know, these guys, as young as they are, man, there's there's such a bright future ahead. And have, you know, not just one guy like that, a guy who's going to win multiple defensive player of the years, but but two in the sense that it feels like you're just, you know, scratching the tip of the iceberg with John ja Moran as well, just like Jaron. You know, that feels like there's so much more with Jock. Ja. I really think Jock ja can be one of the – we talked about it saying one of the steals leaders in the league. You know, yeah. I, when he's locked in defensively – I think he's got that ability with that wingspan and that quickness, so there, there's a lot more for him, especially on that defensive end. But yeah, man, it, it, you're, you're right. I'm glad, I'm glad you, you put this in there. It's, you know, we're, we're so stuck on Grizzlies being a contender and what they should do mm-hmm. to stay now with the rest of the pack. I don't know that we sit back enough and, and realize how fortunate we are, right? In to have these two, and 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 saying here's the other part about it. It really feels like three future All Stars mm-hmm. perennially. When you add Bane to the mix, it's gonna
0: be it's gonna be a year. You look at it like when Golden State was like cooking, cooking, like prime yeah. Golden State Warriors when they had when it was gonna be Clay, Draymond, Steph yeah. every year in the All Star game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we could be that team, man. It, it can happen. We could have that, yeah, we can have that very well. But we're like killing in the West, and those three guys are at the top of the league. And it's so it just sounded so wild for you to say. Um, multiple defensive player of the year with Jaron Jackson Jr. I remember when Jaron Jackson Jr. was getting criticized by fans and national, local media, whatever. And it was kind of like a joke, like, and you remember when Jaron Jackson Jr. was said to be a defensive stopper coming out of college, and everybody was kind of joking about that, and and mm-hmm. you know, no, none of his numbers support that he's a good defensive player at all, actually, you know what I mean? Maybe he's just going to be... Yeah, maybe he's just gonna be a guy who can, you know, a, a big who shoots threes a lot and fouls, and that's it. And he's like you said, man. He's 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 totally transitioned his game. His uh, and he's not even in his final form, uh, so to speak. You 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 can see that he has room to grow. Jaw has room to grow. And I think it's like you said, man. Those guys are gonna be so scary in a few years when oh. when they're aged time and maturity just all get aligned because in their bodies get together, man, it's going to be some exciting times in the FedEx forum for sure.